Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs? Are you? Show me on the dial where the bad man touched you. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? And Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Can you dig it? All right. Hello there, everybody. Here we go again. This is Anything Goes for the week of December 19th, 2012. Uh, I'm Dave Morton, and uh, in the studio we have, uh, as always, Darren Frost. Mm-hmm. This is uh, Anything Goes with Darren Frost, and uh, here beside me is Christina Walkinshaw. What's up? Uh, how are you guys doing? Uh, big weekend? Well, even before we even get to the, the weekend that just passed, uh, we always kind of, near the end of the show, try to mention things, and we always run out of time, so I wanted to start off the show by off the top, uh, mentioning two events that are going on, mm-hmm. uh, past guests of our show uh, have things going on, so we want to uh, help them out and push it. Lee Camp, uh, the great political comic out of uh, New York City, Lee Camp, who was a guest on our show, is for a very short period of time giving away one of his comedy albums for free on uh, LeeCamp.net, so uh, please uh, go there, download the free album and if you enjoy it all that he asks is that you consider buying his new album uh but his first album uh is a great album so it's free it's christmas go take advantage of it that is leecamp.net and well yeah and you got to share it with someone too you want to share it with somebody yeah. because uh um, Didn't you say there was two things around. you wanted to say? You only said yes. one thing. Well, that's one. That, What's the second thing? The second one is uh, one of our past guests and who you hung out with in New York City yes. is coming back to Toronto, uh, Big J Okerson, uh, December yeah. 22nd at Clandestiny, the Underground Comedy Club. We'll be performing a show where all the funds go to him and uh, helping out his cause. As uh, If you've listened to the show earlier, you know that he was uh, devastated his, by uh, Hurricane Sandy. His house was taken away and uh, some of his belongings. I don't know the whole story. We tried to get him on the phone but we couldn't uh so we obviously wish him well for this season and hopefully a lot of people show up that's december 22nd at a clandestiny for big jay ogerson all the money's going to him yes. he was here for just for the last 42 he's a world-class comic playing a very small venue let's help a brother out and throw him some money and, yeah uh, yeah yeah that's at uh, clandestiny queen street east at broadview yeah. and uh it's the underground comedy club and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, find it on the Facebook, and uh, if you're in Toronto, go and check him out because he's a very funny guy, and uh, and he's got to get back up on his feet. He will. Yeah, he yeah, will. Of course. Luckily, uh, you know, not no one uh, in his family was hurt. I believe it's just his possessions which are replaced, and uh, so uh, you know, we just wish uh, happy thoughts to a Big J Okerson. Big happy thoughts. Big happy thoughts. And uh, we should address uh, what happened on Friday uh, yes. in uh, in uh, Connecticut. Connecticut. It was a, a horrible, horrible uh, incident. And uh, just like always, the uh, the media seems to be making a superstar out of the shooter. Yes. And uh, once again, you know, we 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 know everything about this guy, and they always want to like tap into the mind of the psycho and who would be possible, who who possibly could do something like well, this. Well, I've got and, the Adam action figure and lunchbox already. Already, it's Ooh. it's out. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, you had a good Facebook status update so, uh, on Friday. The Entertainment Tonight one. Oh yeah, why? Like it's yeah. fucking that was so smart. Tell us that. Yeah, do get, that one. Get yeah. back to the bullshit. I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was yeah. just why is this the first story on Entertainment Tonight? Yeah, just so you explain what happened. Entertainment oh. Tonight was on, and the first couple of minutes was about the tragedy of any show that should not even be touching on that. It's that show. It's Entertainment like, Tonight. Yeah, no, it's, it's like, like tacky. Weird. Well, You're yeah. supposed to be reporting on Kardashians and Maroon Five. And, you know, not, yeah. Brad Pitt's not, new movie. 
Right. Yeah. It's not often that I'm proud of Canadian television, but at least eTalk, the shitty ripoff of uh, Entertainment Tonight, did not uh, mention at all right. the uh, the shooting and the, and the loss of the 20 children in uh, in Connecticut. But um, yeah, it's just it's, you know I just feel like we're making uh, superstars out of uh, these uh, psychopaths, and we're just giving more sort of uh, selfish, self-absorbed, uh, you know, mentally ill people a record to break. And well, it's fucking yeah. disgusting. I don't know if you read the Morgan Freeman thing that came out three days ago, where he kind of says that he made this big speech about how everybody remembers his name but nobody ever remembers the name of the, one of the victims right and uh, you go through all the other ones like columbine people always remember the shooters not the victims and it turned out today he announced that that was not his actual speech that someone had made that up that's not his uh, words that someone uh, just put it out there and said it was morgan freeman and it wasn't well you can't well once you're once you get told that it's coming out of Morgan Freeman you can't help but read it in his voice know, yeah which is kind of weird because but he, there was no reference to Andy Dufresne yeah. or, or the, whoever the guy from Shawshank Redemption was so right, I had yeah. a feeling yeah that's probably not Morgan Freeman also I feel like we shouldn't even be talking about that because I was heartbroken on Friday the worst oh, nightmares wasn't? I was so who depressed wasn't? and then but I thought the good thing that was going on on TV that night is that nobody brought it up like Jimmy Fallon right. and nobody brought it up and that's good because like when you turn into something like Laugh Attack you're trying to get your mind off of it and you see you know, you're seeing this story over and over again constantly. It's nice to watch something that has nothing to do with it. Take your mind All off. All right, let's of get it. back to the dick. So jokes. let's go back to talking about ding dongs pussies and, ding dongs. and dicks. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the uh, yeah. actually the one thing that I, I did feel kind of uh, bad for were all the talk shows that usually tape two episodes on fr- on Thursday, right? And then they air one on the Thursday afternoon, and then they air another one on the Friday afternoon. So Anderson Cooper, who's supposed to be this, you know, very uh, you know uh, topical, uh, uh, very topical, sure. C- CNN. And, uh, news anchor, uh, his show was about uh, makeovers, and uh, and then the View, which is supposed to be live, right? Uh, they had like Martha Stewart on, so it's just, it was just <laughs> one of those moments of just like, uh, if you didn't know, it did look like they were kind of ignoring the huge news story of the right. uh, of the day. Dave, I'm super impressed you watch the View, so do I. That's Dave I watches that. the I, View a lot. I get all my news from the View. <laughs> if I call him during the View hour, the phone calls no longer than a minute. He's like, yeah, look, I got to go work out. No, no, I think it's the View. No, I got to work out. It's the View. Dave. That's actually when I was in. Uh, Wait, who's your favorite, Dave? Which one's your favorite? Oh, Joy, Joy Behar. Joy Me Behar. too. Yeah, exactly. Totally, <laughs> she's the best. <laughs> and Elizabeth oh. might be. What does this she... show turn out to? Me and two chicks. That's what, <laughs> now, that's what it is now. Me and two chicks. Elizabeth Hassel, Hasselbeck, and it's just every oh, come on. Time. She's annoying. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 She's a, she's a, she's annoying, and uh, if she's she annoying. Just as annoying as Ann Coulter. Speak, uh, not as annoying as Ann Coulter. Uh, I don't know, man. Not as annoying as Ann Coulter's a little bit too serious, and also um, that Bill Maher episode. Elizabeth Hasselbeck looked just as brutal as fucking Ann Coulter when Bill Maher. She looked like a spoiled brat. You know the episode I'm talking about. Oh well, yeah, yeah. But she's a she's a guest on that show a whole bunch uh, times over. But it's Elizabeth is is that much more because it's just oh, and and she has kids and they always bring up their kids and and whatever the fuck they're talking about and. Was the Sherry Shepard's the other one that I can't fucking stand to believe that the world was flat at one point. These <laughs> fucking nutcases. Way to go. So, you wanted to get off it, so now see? we're in, in the land of you. Thank you, Christina Walken. <laughs> no problem. I'm here yeah. for you guys. That's right. Yeah, it's just, it's it, one other cra- it's just, I, and I don't want to blame social media for all of our problems sometimes, but it was just at one point that, that, that there was a crazy person in every little town, but now with social media, like all these crazy people can find each other. Oh, yeah. Which is... And unite. Which, yeah, which is scary yes. because there might be some guy that like stockpiles weapons but doesn't know why, doesn't, he hasn't, his buttons haven't been pushed to go out and do something with them. But, you know, they're calling, uh, you know, the, the shooter guy, the, uh, he had Asperger's, which they should really change the name of that because it's, it's a horrible thing. But 
You change it to ass cheeseburgers, <laughs> but they should that work. I don't know. I don't know, but it's. I don't know what that meant. But should we? I don't know either. I think Dave's hungry. You, could you register? You don't want to register. I mean, you, they try to register the guns. Should you register the mentally ill? You think that would be a? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely something. There's a little, been a lot of talk about it, and there are people like it's too soon to talk, and I, and I disagree. I think we should talk about trying to fix the problem now. It's and we don't wait weeks and weeks. We should try to get on it now and and talk it out. Will there be a big difference? I, I don't know. And don't interview the kids. That was Whoa. the worst thing. Of oh, all. don't even get me started about that. That fucking drove I me nuts. We were going to change the subject. That drove well, me we just got to get a couple things out before. Yeah, but that I, drove us nuts. That drove me nuts. Uh, I really got upset with that. Interview, interviewing the kids awful. and so close to Christmas. I mean, how can these kids yeah. you know, believe in us? What Santa are their parents now? doing? Get those now. kids the fuck out of there. No eyewitness seven. You can't in- interview my kid so he has to tell a camera what he just went through. It's like, no, we're going to go home. We're going to eat fucking cotton candy. We're going to watch Alf and we're going to cry together. That's what you should be doing. Do you say Alf or Elf? Alf. Elf, Elf oh, yeah. episodes. Okay. Yeah. The Christmas special. Back on again. It's a very <laughs> Christian friendly, no bad words. It's Alf. I was always wondering, did you think that like the Got people that wrote Alf. That was just a long running joke about how Alf ate cats. Did you remember how? Yeah, Alf he was, ate yeah. cats. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think one of the creators of Alf got bitten by a cat when he was young and fucking hated him. That's what. Oh, happened. I don't. know. I think it was just a, a big pussy eating joke that they wanted to just say. Hey, look what we're getting on TV. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, oh. Where, where, where else do you think my mind was going with you that? Know, I, know, I know you're yeah, an animal you lover, so I actually thought you meant cats. I didn't no, no, know no. you're the fucking animal lover. No, of the show. I'm, I'm talking about the. You uh, post all these fucking pictures of cats, and you're talking about <laughs> the fucking view, and you're now a chick, as far as I'm concerned. Really? So I don't think when you say cat, you say pussy. Most girls when they say cat, they don't go right to pussy, right? You're That's a dude thing. And you're telling me you love. The view, so I thought you were a chick. Was the Indigo Girls and what's the other hey, band that whoa, you're ashamed whoa, whoa. of? What's the, other ashamed. Band? what's the other band? <laughs> Indigo Girls are coming February 20th, Dave, and I've are got a VIP ticket already, a backstage pass, and everything. Do you right? really? Yes. Okay. Oh God, Don't knock the fucking Indigo Girls. Did Maybe. You, cool. Did you see the 12 12 12 concert for yes, um, part of it? I got Okay, before this, we do the second segment, I got to pull up those pictures of Bruce Springsteen's cock. Yeah, you told me about this. Yeah. yeah. The, the thing about the 12 12 concert is like, first of all, Bon Jovi looked like a chick I made out with in the 90s in Kelowna. That's number one. Uh, number two, uh, he's singing Living on a Prayer, right? And he goes to the chorus and he puts the mic out for everyone to sing Living on a Prayer. They go to a yeah. crowd shot and you see 500 people twittering. It's like, no, put the phone down, sing Living on a Prayer, motherfucker. That's what you're there for. What are you twittering at that exact moment, you know? I, I Looking sang up the lyrics long. to Living, living on, a on a Prayer? That's what they're tweeting I over love and over bon Jovi. again. I've seen him twice. I know you do. Just him or the all of the... Uh... The whole, the, the, whole the whole band. Oh, the band's called Bon Jovi, Dave. Then yeah, he's John Bon Jovi. Dave knows. Oh, right, okay, okay. Dave I, knows. I bon Jovi's been on The View. His first name's not Bon. But you said him. Uh, I've well, seen him. I've seen I've seen Bon Jovi many times. He's still wow. alive. Oh, yeah. He is delightful, isn't <clears> he? <throat> we should get him on the show. It's that easy, right? <laughs> 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 Just say you love The View and look what fucking is going to happen now. All these people are going to want to come on here. They're That's where the real shit show. goes down. That is the where view. the real shit goes down. Fucking Whoopi Goldberg's there to cover our ass. Oh, don't get me started with Whoopi. Right. Yeah. Uh, we got to go for a break. Do we but really? when, yeah, already? yeah, it's already. already. Oh, when we come back, we have a special guest this week uh, a comedian, a writer, an actress. She is the star of uh, the hit CBC show Mr. D, and season two is starting in January on January 7th. Uh, so please come back. And Naomi Sneakus is going to be joining us. Yay! So please come back. This is Anything Goes. On XM, Sirius XM, Laugh Attack. Still waiting for the bestiality videos to get their own category at the Adult Video Awards. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey! 
Hey, it's Terry McGurn, and you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Christina Walkinshaw on Sirius XM Radio's Laugh Attack. Get those letter-writing pens ready. We're back. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. All right, everybody. This is Anything Goes for the week of December 19th. And joining us in the studio, our guest this week, uh, I already said that she is a star of the hit CBC show, Mr. D. She's also a panelist on the George Stropolopagus Tonight Show on CBC every night at 7 o'clock. Did I get that right? I always say his name wrong. Naomi Sneakers is Hi, here! Hi, Yay! I'm a star, you guys. You I are. think if I was the star of the show, it would be called... What? Like... I said one of the stars. Oh, okay. Wait, I said one of the stars. Yeah, I think yes, you, you said are. the star, no, dude. I think Did you should I? rewind the tape. The star? I think you said okay. the star. Well, in my heart, she is oh, the star. Oh, boy. The Show. Yeah, that's, that's right. The, the, name of the, the show. If they can say George Strombolopoulos, they can say Mrs. Sneakers. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so you, you're busy. You are very busy doing what? Triple duty, really. Yeah, I'm spinning plates. You know, you start. This is what happens in our industry: is you start spinning plates when you're not busy, and then you suddenly get busy, and you're like, "I got these plates to spin." Yeah. And then I'm auditioning for Cirque du Soleil and everything. Oh, that'd be fun to no, be. No, I'm in. really not. Just this. Oh, <laughs> spinning so, plates. Yeah. God, I'm gullible, but I was excited. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go see you in Cirque du Soleil. Right. Yeah. No, that <laughs> makes me break a muscle just thinking about it. Uh, David probably go. It seems like his kind of cup of tea. <laughs> I went to go and see Cirque du Soleil in uh, Las Vegas. I saw the love yeah. show. It was. Yeah, uh, the love but Right. It was the kind of thing that the, I never need to go and see it again because it's, it was supposedly the, the best of all the Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, I saw the yeah. one here in Toronto. It blew my mind. I Honestly, I watched it going, yes! Yeah, like It was so fun. I felt yeah. like a kid. They gave you free popcorn. It was a great time. What I want to see is I want to see when they take like that. TV people and, like you know, you got Dancing with the Stars. They should do yeah. like a Cirque du Soleil version oh my God. and have like the cast of The View on and Dave would just sit there watching with popcorn <laughs> yes. and a heart on. Oh, my God. Look oh at her up God. there. Look at Whoopi Goldberg. Not- I didn't know she could bend that way. Yeah. <laughs> Picture I'll ask, that. Oh, that's Ted Danton. But uh, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, don't, I don't get sexually charged by any of the I women know. on the View. I'm, but I'm I mean, not on purpose. Yeah. No. Not, not well. No. That, that is still even when it's not on purpose. That it's still. Uh, it's still sexual. Now you trash. guys actually worked together, Naomi and Dave, on, a, on a show. Uh, explain that whole. Uh, well, that, that, was the, show. that was the News of Palooza show. News of Palooza. We were raising money for uh, the uh, Children's Aid Foundation. Yeah, just you, me, and Doug Ford. I know. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, just a match. Like it just sort of magic, really. <laughs> if you think of like what's a combination that just would be magic and sparkles, mm-hmm. and it's that. It's those three. Those three people. Well, and uh, and no one. Uh, did you reference our uh, our crazy mayor Rob Ford while we were sitting beside Doug? Ford. Doug Ford, who's a, a member of the Did not know city, they were related. City, city council, yeah. and uh, we were watching all the bands that were made up of Toronto media, and then we had to judge them. Now, I was supposed to... I was, Just so everyone knows, it was a very American Idol kind of style thing, or a band would play, and then you three would give, give your thoughts on the show, and all the bands were members of the, the media in Toronto, so that's why it was like, you know, the media giving back to Children's Aid and raising money, and, and therefore that's what the show was, and then, now go ahead. Dave, it was so. pretty amazing. Like, these are... These it was fun to do, and also yeah. you people. knew that your Votes counted, right? Right. Because um, I think it was the Toronto Star Band that won. They were actually pretty good too. Yes, I think you're right. And yeah. I just, I just, they were th- great. I was really amazed. I thought it was going to be a little bit of a rinky-dink show. But every time, but I it saw, was really rock and roll. It was fun. Every time I saw a photo, it just had a photo of Dave standing up and Look, raising his fist. Giving, giving or, a, the, Dave got super, super sweaty that night. Dude, oh, he's fun right now. That's I a, love that's watching a, the that's beach. That's a, a nice way of saying face. drunk, but, um, <laughs> but uh, no, Doug and I did not talk about his brother at all because. We couldn't really talk. Right. And, 
you know, it was the, we're, the, the focus was on the band. Right. So. Well, I, I think at one point I told Doug Ford to tell his uh, brother to go do some crazy shit. Right. And then I... And he was like, I will do that. Thanks for that note. And then look what you've done. <laughs> he doesn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> no. So you're to blame. That's right. That was fun. You don't get to do that that uh, often. Um, one thing I was curious, how far, uh, you know, the, the part that you have on the George Strombolopoulos show is that you are a, a part of the panel of three people. That's right. We, it's called the Three Thing Panel. The and three it's thing uh, panel. every night um, he does the interview in the red chair with the celebrity, and then we do another panel. And it's kind of a cool thing because it's using, like, folks from the community. So we'll have... You know, like Mark Ford was on, sure. and uh, the comedy community, not uh, like just not, not various community. community of like yeah, yeah, yeah the, guy the homeless community, me convenience yeah. store owner community. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unless Mark Ford works at a convenience center, and Maybe. then it would all just be put together. Yeah, uh, yeah and then we uh, yeah we put it together and we write it, and uh, we have some amazing writers there too. And... What do, what time does the day start when it comes to those things? Um, well, for me, it starts at noon, but everybody else because oh, they're always writing nice. stuff. Like they're yeah. writing like bits for George and bits for the panel and bumpers and all that stuff. Right. And then I come in at noon and I pitch my jokes and uh, we go from there. How right. much would you were you a fan of the show before you started working on it? You know, I'm a fan of George's. I think he's pretty fantastic at what he does. He's really curious and right. uh, and you don't he, he never strays. He never strays from what he's doing in the interview and he tries to be hard hitting, but he also like coaxes interesting things that I've never heard on other interviews for us. Like you'd see an interview and be like, hey, when did you start acting? Oh, what was your inspiration? And then he'll go into things that you'd never even thought of. So yeah, I really true. respect him. Really my my whole thing about George is I, whenever he interviews someone and someone like, like I said to Salman Rushdie as we talked about beforehand, it's a great interview. It shuts down for me whenever he tries to be funny. Oh, yeah. No, I me mean... Me personally, it's like whenever he tries to be funny, it's like painstakingly for me. But whenever he does an interview, it's like an amazing interview. You know what? He's a lot He's a lot funnier than I thought he would be. Like, right. he's pretty He's pretty quick, like on the callbacks and sure. things. And so when we're doing... Because some of it's scripted at the panel. It's not all of it is. Right. We do a little bit of just... Uh, riffing it and stuff right. and then sometimes he'll just throw something in and I'll be like that's a great callback so right. well I've heard um, the camera take puts on 10 pounds but I didn't hear it to also absorbed funny guy. away from people but the, <laughs> I just like I think I think you know what he's he's very engaging and he yeah, seems sure. very interested in what people are saying I just watched I remember I watched two episodes once um, I, well, I watched one one night and then another one the other night was oh, that was what like, you did okay well no I'm just <laughs> no, I, I, didn't, I didn't watch two now, in, in a row back to back yeah, yeah, but okay. you know uh, how it goes and the, uh, and I think on one episode he had like Lou Reed on and then he had the same sort of intensity yeah. interviewing Valerie Bertinelli now that just seemed a little bit phony <laughs> no, but he and fake cares to me so much like, he does he though oh for sure 100% I'm I, not just, even... I like it when David Letterman doesn't give a shit about something someone and no. he just and he's walking through no an he has such respect for what people are doing and he cares like he doesn't throw anything away he'll he'll care as much for somebody like Lou Reed and then somebody like that's a politician and somebody like Arnold Schwarzenegger will come in and he'll interview with him to that same intensity I think he cares across the board and but then and that seems all right that I mean you don't find that <laughs> yeah you no you're right hope... I wish he cared less no 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 but I'm just saying does he ever roll his eyes like I can't fucking believe I have to interview this person no but... sometimes he'll go like honestly he'll say like uh, well I just used to have him on why am I talking on his behalf but he'll say you know some right. interviews it was easier to get into the heart of an interview right. and some interviews are not but uh, 
I never see him not engaged. The, the only reason I brought this up before we went down this path yeah, right. was the idea of, like I, like, I don't find when he goes tries to be funny, it's a little painstaking for me, but that's why this show is a better one than his last one because he doesn't have to take the brunt of the comedy because he has the panel set up that way. So if he adds a little funny thing to it, that's fine, but the bulk of the funny is more on the panel than on him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he has a, a you know a very you know deep interview with Salman Rushdie. He doesn't have to tap dance through the last part, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And be forced into funny to keep it lighthearted. Yeah. And I think that's what is good about the show. And it's, you know, for a season, it's, you know, finding its way. Yeah. But that is at least better than when it was more him trying to be funny the whole half hour. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. His last show. That's for You me. should really have him on. Yeah. Well, do you think he, you think <laughs> yeah. he would come down? I think so. Yeah. All right. You never we'll know. You we'll can see what ask. we can do. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't even have a teleprompter. He just teleprompter. Right. He doesn't have a teleprompter. He just re- he just talks. He's amazing. Right. Is he ever going to have a? Uh, do, you, do you ever sense that he's going to have a moment of like, uh, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore? Like I right out of network. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I haven't I haven't been there long enough to see that. Oh, okay. All right. Let's All right, let's let's get on to let's get on to Mr. D. Is this your first sitcom? And do they like referring to Mr. D as a situation comedy? Um, I don't know. Uh, well, Darren, you're on it as well. What do you I, say? I would consider it a sitcom. Yes. Yeah, it is. I mean, I've done um, In the style of The Office or yeah. Parks and Rec, that kind of thing. It's they don't consider that really a sitcom because a sitcom is considered three cameras in front of a live audience. So I don't know what they would call well, this. It's a situation comedy. Yeah. It's a you're comedy right, that takes right. place in a thing, but. As opposed to a sketch show or something, so or a yeah, I guess. Show, so. Yeah, I know, but I guess yeah. just the idea of sitcom is so with a laugh track, and I just think of Family yeah, Ties no or track. you know what I mean, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it is my first one. I, I've done like days on other things uh, before this, but this is my first like recurring role, and it's pretty fun. Yeah, Darren Frost is in it as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As the French yeah. teacher. The French teacher. He, yeah. he mentions that every once in a while. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. we got a couple of scenes together. Yeah, They're absolutely. Fun. Yeah, it was a good yeah. time. And yeah. what, do, what do you play on it? I play the gym teacher. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a lot of stretchy clothing that I get to wear. Yes. Yeah, super comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Other people have to wear ties. You just come in with track pants and yeah. a t-shirt on. It was great. We're, we're running shoes all day. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. There's no lesbian uh, undertones of uh, as a la Jane Lynch on that show? I don't <laughs> no, watch Glee. Was... I don't watch Glee, but I think she's sort of supposed to... Do you watch Glee, Christina? Do you? I did in the first season. And then it got uh, too commercial or too popular? No, I get bored of everything after one season. I'm a very wow. short attention How long is a relationship? Is that one or one season or two? Or? So, my longest relationship is three seasons. Okay. <laughs> and then I got to a very special episode and you got to ditch that guy? Or? Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-oh, I got to take a pill. How, okay. de- how detailed was your character before you got it? Um, not Ooh, good like, one, Dave. That is a good one, Dave. Uh, I don't know. It's fairly loose. Like they, the writers knew me, and so they wrote a little bit for me. But I think it's like anything. Any sitcom starts out with you know a, a wide brushstroke, and then it gets more detailed as the seasons go on. So the one thing I was impressed with, and I've I've kind of touched on this before, was um you know I was there for you know multiple days, and there was one or two days where, and this is not talking bad about the show, but the scene just wasn't working, and then Jerry's just like, this isn't working. Yeah. We have to figure something out right now to make this work he's on and and on the fly he's changing and you know people are adding things and taking things away and then you know i saw the first take and then i saw the fifth take of after the changes and it was a substantially better yeah take he doesn't settle right right which i think is important especially when it's jerry's show 
Yeah, I think he really steps in and makes sure that everything's to the highest of comedy as possible. As well as, like, if he goes in and he's like, this is supposed to be a staff meeting, this doesn't look like a staff meeting, right. he'll switch it up. And, yeah, and, uh, yeah, he really has his hand in everything. Does he have his own, own, own uh, like, uh, prop closet that he comes in and, and resets the uh, the scene if he doesn't like how it's, it doesn't that look like a staff meeting? That guy barely goes to his trailer. Like, he's, like, <laughs> no. he's just on yeah. set. Well, Darren's always said this, that when your name is actually on the show, that you got to make sure that uh, yeah. it, it turns out the way you want it yes. to and uh, well, yeah you, there's a lot riding on it right and there's and it's your image it's like you guys on this show you sure. want to stand behind what you're doing right oh, oh my god we yeah. barely know what know we, what we, we did last week that's just a reminder yeah we <laughs> lie down a lot we <laughs> lie down a lot <laughs> who was on last week yeah, yeah. Oh, when do we have boy. to show up that's why i do nothing yeah <laughs> yeah we lie down a lot that's fine <laughs> yeah um, and so uh what's what's going on for you from here because I, that second season is in the bank it's going to run from january until march or april you've got the strombo show and then you also have some live stuff too right yeah i have a company called the national theater of the world yes. and we do uh improvised shows so we're um going to be a company in residence over at the young center mm -hmm. so that means doing some shows there we just finished doing an improvised uh, version of a charles dickens play and our guests were colin mockery deb mcgrath and chris gibbs what charles dickens play was in well it's improvised dave so we improvised it no but doesn't don't you start with no, one of his start stories with nothing then, then uh, how but is we it do it in the style? style. Oh, in the style. style. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like a Christmas story. I know, a lot of people like do a, think A Christmas that. carol and then... But then that would just be telling that story again, but just right. badly. Yeah, but you could have it in a non-geographical location ah, of like... shake it up that and way. And a yeah. different article of clothing. Right, yeah. There you go. And I would be, I'm going to wear something that you would normally see in a... <laughs> right. Well, what we do is... A space sort of, suit. There you go. Yeah. We sort of set a stage. We maybe pull some set pieces and we choose some costume pieces and then we get the audience to tell us what's going on in their lives, what's going on in Toronto, and we sort of build a play from there. And then, so like the play we did on the weekend was called Low Expectations. Right. The Charles Dickens right. play. Which no. I think that you should go to every improv show okay. with. Okay, but... here we go. <laughs> There's a line in the sand. No, <laughs> I'm just gonna get meaner and meaner, so I don't need. But you, uh, what, you know what? Yeah, you, you have to come and see a show. That's all. Right? No, yeah. no, no. I, I think I think improv's great when it's when it's uh, uh, done. There's a uh, lot of well. bad improv. Yeah, there's a lot of bad stand up. Well, right? Oh, sure. No, like, but here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing about improv for me personally. You know, I'm a stand up, and I've done a little bit of improv. Uh, great improv is great. Bad improv is very bad. But stand up. Great is great, but bad stand-up, you still can kind of laugh and go, I can't believe that person thinks that's funny. Right. Whereas yeah, just no, bad, it gets know, there's, awkward. There's no, there's no, unless you're just, you know, know the person they're bombing and you're happy about that in improv, there's just bad improv can be bad. Yeah, the problem is, like, if you're a, an athlete, you go to the gym and you work out and then sure. people see you a couple months later and you're all buff and you're all yeah. fit. But in improv, you got to work out in front of an audience right. and find your feet. So, uh, you know, like you, you see these improvisers come through our community and you see someone, some of them that are amazing right off the, off yeah. the bat. And some of them that are like, oh, they're struggling, but they're going to find their way. So, right. but there's a lot of, there's a lot of improv out there because all it takes is stage. So now you, you, don't you think that the worst yeah. is bad sketch? Because that, um, that has a, it's gosh. written and it's a beginning and end. Because I've seen some improv scenes just end really quickly. And that's what's yeah. kind of cool about it, that that's it could right. end at any moment. The thing with improv yeah. is our, if our play isn't going well, we go like, well, let's just rewrite it this part. Right. So we don't have, right. we have control. If a, a sketch isn't going well, they still have to finish the sketch. So it's a bit tricky. Right. Now you yeah. also, one other thing, you Marks. married a performer. Like you're married to, to Matt, who's also an actor and part of, of your entourage that's as right. well, it's right? That's right. It's Matt Barham myself. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you know, a lot of people think that you know it's tough to marry another performer because then your whole life becomes about performing. How is that for you? Um, 
It is. It's a lot. A lot of that. It's a. Uh, it's a lot of jokes in our house, which right. is good. Like sure. it's sort of. It, it's a fun house to be in for the most part. And usually, if things are uh, cruddy, you finally find some sort of joke to get through it. Right. So um, I don't know. I like it. I like. Uh, how does he feel about him not being as funny as you? Okay, this is, is something oh, I can't oh, answer. Oh, 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 You're gonna have to bring not? him on, and then you can play this clip, <laughs> I'm and he will I'm kidding. When the, um, two, when the two of you are in, a, in the kitchen and, and you're and you're looking for something, but you don't know exactly what it is, okay. and you go like, um, "Okay, can you pass me that?" Uh, and you're snapping your fingers. Is he yeah. like spatula? Yeah, salt pepper shaker. Gynecologist. Gynecologist. Yeah, it's always in my like, kitchen. Can I have subway train? Can I have a profession? Gynecologist. Right. Why? Why all the time, Matt? Every time. Um, and so then I've started getting wise. I'm like, other sure. than a spatula, pass yeah. me something. Oh right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or if like, hey, I, I, there was something I was supposed to do today. I, I was gonna go and, and drive to the market because I got to pick up. Uh, and then you Apple. don't know what next. And then he's just bang, bang, yeah. tomatoes, onions. Yeah, it's uh, exactly that. You are, you've nailed it. You've nailed what our life is like. Here's uh, a question. Why is Dave, why are you looking at pictures of that guy's package on the computer? It's not just right a guy, now? it's Bruce Springsteen. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> on the 12, 12, 12 oh. concert. The 12, 12, 12. He's like taking the, the mouse and he's circling like Bruce Springsteen's not circling. package. I was just showing it to Before you. the show, Dave was like, oh, I got a show. Have you seen Bruce Springsteen's cock? And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Well, we Have you seen it? it? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And it's, I guess, on the 12, great 12 segue, concert. Great segue, though. I yeah, love the, like, Matt Barham in the kitchen with a spatula to Bruce Springsteen's package. Welcome Anything goes. Anything goes. Sure, sure. Yeah, you're right. And it's not, with it. it's right, not right. like the great Segway yeah. radio yes. show I was on last week. Yeah, George is Talking definitely coming on the show. George will <laughs> definitely come on this show. He does have a big cock. You're right. Looking what? at a, looking yeah. at a penis through a pair of jeans. This is powerful. Um, you know, like that was... that's a whole. What do you do, right? It, the wrinkles go a certain way. And yeah, that's the way it goes. Hey, if you got it, flaunt it. You know, hey, it works you know, for the ladies. It just shows that he's excited to be there. You maybe know, maybe he needs a bigger size. He was jeans. more than just born to run. I'll yeah. tell you that much. And scene. See. I did the improv and I got out when it ended. See, I did that. Dave, how, <laughs> how tight would your jeans have to be for you to <laughs> get one of those? <laughs> He's actually wearing them right now. You <laughs> no... Ew, now I'm kind of looking. Yeah. No, no, I didn't mean to look. See that the picture boss. and then so... picture Dave's face on that body. Now, uh, another thing you're doing, New Year's Eve, uh, oh, you're yeah. doing the uh, big show. We wanted to talk about that just a little bit. Uh, so tell everyone what you're doing New Year's Eve. So we're going to do um, the Jerry D New Year's special. Um, and that's with a whole bunch of folks from Mr. D. So yes. Darren uh, Rose and uh, Mark, John, Little. Mark Little. Jonathan Torrens is going to host it. Yep. Bette McDonald and Maynard Morrison from uh, out east are going to come. Oh, I didn't know they were coming. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. And fun. that's something that you know the Toronto folks never get to see. Yes. she's fantastic. They're both fantastic. Right. Um, and so we're going to do a little show, and it's going to be a riot. And where is it at again? It's at the North York Center. Right? North York Center. Yeah. Okay. Oh, awesome. And the date is? Um, gosh, let me think. Hold on. Okay, I know it's our, it's New Year's Eve, right. so it's around the end of December. See? Okay, this is yeah, this where it gets, this where it gets tough. So New Foggy. Year's, how many days are there in December? Friggin- Thirty no. days have. Yeah, something like that. Thirty-one. Uh, it's gonna be fun though. Like that's a great lineup. I saw oh, yeah. you guys when we were in Halifax, and it yeah. was such a great. It's so it's so fun. It's such a great hangout, and uh, I think it's a, it's a great idea for for him too because it's like it gets everyone on who's a fan of the show, yeah. then can see the people on the show, and it's also not as much pressure for him because it's like, hey, there's a whole bunch of people on the show. Yeah. And it's also kind of thinking like Bet um, plays Trudy. She's a secretary mm-hmm. on the show, and then you see this show, and you're like, and she can do this. Right. Like, she has so many. She's not talents. just an, a mean person. What? That's she right. can be funny too. You yeah. have no idea. Did Jerry yeah. D ever like freak out and like flip over a craft service table because they didn't have two bite brownies or anything like that? Just yeah. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this shit? Yeah. That's exactly. And what I want. He does. I want skinnier jeans. I want tighter jeans. Yeah. That's what he said. I got a 12, yeah. 12, 12 concert to perform in front of the uh, his own. <laughs> 
<laughs> Twelve is in reference to the, his cock, but the uh, okay. Uh, no, okay, now one thing. You know, you're in. You tape it in Hamilton. In Hamilton, you tape Hamilton. it in Halifax. <laughs> yeah, Hamilton. The other the H- steel town. H- yeah, yeah. yeah, you get woken up with a punch in the face in Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. The uh, now. When you walk, like, were you on the show the first season, too? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so now when you walk around Hamilton, uh, fucking Halifax, <laughs> yeah. uh, do you get do you get recognized? Do people see you from, like, hey, you're on that show? And- yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit more the second season. I get recognized more for the commercials that I've done, because right. uh, those are so familiar. But, um, yeah, no, a little bit. Yeah, and then do people does. immediately ask, like, where's the rest of you? Like, do they Yeah, expect- like, we all travel in a group. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? In Halifax, you kind of do because That's we, all you know. we don't That's know each other. Know, yeah. Or we don't know each other. We know each other, but we don't know anybody else. So we end up going out for... Right. So they'll be like, hey, it's you. And it's you. And yeah. it's you. So oh, yeah. it's fun, though. I and love Halifax. And you're my Halifax. favorite character. You're good, too. Yeah. I'm in it, too. <laughs> By the way, I'm in it, too. Yeah. Do people, uh, like, are, are you, uh, and like, how does, uh, do people care, or do they, like, want to... They love the show. Like, if, I mean, Jerry gets recognized all the time. Well, I'm yeah. sure he, he does, but... So if I you're mean... hanging out with him, then... Yeah. Then you, then he goes, she's on it, too. Yep. It's this great moment. Um, but, yeah, people really like the show. I think it's uh, well-received. Teachers seem to really um, think it... it speaks the truth. No, you weren't saying that. I thought you said no, earlier no, no. that Jerry gets uh, flack for because it gives teachers a bad name. I said there was a one incident. Oh, one incident. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part... We were talking about the hate yeah. mail before the show started. For the most part, the teachers love it. Like They're right. like, that happens. I can't believe they're actually doing that on TV, but it happens because he pushes boundaries. Like, sure. It's amazing. But then there are teachers that are going, no, that's not how it works, and they don't appreciate being right. represented that way, but it's a joke, yeah. so it's a comedy. Yeah. So. And you know, it's, he, it's based on his experiences as a teacher. He was a teacher. Yeah. It's not like he was a comic and they said, I wonder what it's like to be a teacher and then wrote this show. That's right. You know, he was a teacher for a long time. So it's it's a bit of a difference. Yeah. Now, you had gotten some hate mail. I get hate mail all the time. Yeah. But you had gotten some hate mail. And, and what, was it from the, the Strombo show, though? No, right? it was from... No, it was from you Jerry read, D? Have you read something I haven't? No. No, it was actually I, I, from... I did the last Saw movie. And oh, so, that's yeah. weird. Okay. So it was that. Somebody had seen that and where they just did not like them performance. It was really, really scathing. But, you know, the average fan of the Saw you know, movies who are going to write someone probably aren't all there. I didn't right? take it to heart. You know, no, no, what? I know like, that. Of course. You got to, you know, take the good with the bad, but that's kind of weird. Did yeah. You, uh, and if I'm letting somebody else tell me how my performance is as opposed to me judging myself, I think sure. that's pretty. How did you weak. die in the Saw movie? Oh, man. Gruesomely. Like, <laughs> well, it was, I hope so. Uh, the most blood. I was in this trap. I was in a straight jacket in a trap, and um, they had put a key down my throat. Ew. And so they had to pull the key up to unlock the trap. But if I yelled too long, it would set off the machine that goes into my neck. Okay. Yeah, just one of those simple things. And how long of a shoot was that for you? It was it was like four days in the trap and Jesus. then other stuff around that. But wow. um, Does your husband ever just get mad at you and slam the door to the computer room and he just goes and watches that clip on uh, on YouTube over and over again? <laughs> or secretly that bought that trap, it. bought that trap and he's going to put you in yeah. there one oh weekend? Oh my God, this is explaining uh, a lot. Merry Christmas. Keep your eyes closed. <laughs> Wait a second, that's gonna, the noise. You're going to love right. this cardigan and then, then it has like buckles uh, on it and straps. But it's behind, you're fastening it behind. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, it was four days, but it's, uh, it's a different, like you know in comedy, you're like, how can we make this fun? Funnier. Right. And on that kind of set, you're like, how can we make this grosser? And creepier. So, and yeah. Yeah. It's pretty creepy, though. 
Did you did you uh, get to interact with uh, Tobin, the guy that plays Jigsaw at all? No, just his voice. I, you know, um, there was. Uh, I met was, him. There was. I was. Uh, I did some uh, sort of uh, some stand-in work on that show. Oh yeah. And uh, when they needed to was uh, some photo doubling for like uh, guts and stuff, and like uh, you uh, you know they rip off a piece of flesh and had to put. There was a scene where they had to rip off a piece of their own flesh. Sure, yeah. And put it on top of a scale. Yes. And then whatever scale outweighed it, that's who would die or something like. That and there was one morning where they were just they were putting all this blood because I had to match it up with the other actor's hand and uh, so uh, and Tobin was in the seat next to me because they were putting his makeup on and that is a creepy voice to it hear is. someone talk about how great his breakfast burrito was. <laughs> I could at one point yes. was just like, like I would like you to tell the people whoever was responsible for this breakfast burrito <laughs> that in the morning that they will die oh, yes. or not like that. But it was just you kept on expecting him to say something gruesome. It's creepy. I couldn't even watch. I watched the first one thinking I should probably watch the genre and then it was so creepy I was like do you know Marty you know Marty Adams that's right he was in in one of those Saw movies too he was too too, yeah he has a very gruesome death as well gruesome it's all gruesome you can't die like oh peacefully like (laughs) oh what a lovely Uh peaceful death how did that how did she die on Saw of old age yeah (laughs) in my sleep yeah Yeah. food poisoning (laughs) she took a lie down and she died yeah that's right I slipped on the floor but it It was was in 3D when she puked that's right were you in the 3D one I was yeah yeah, so, you know, people are very passionate about those movies. They don't watch those movies and just think, oh, I think I might watch this as a fun thing to do. They do it because they love that genre. Yeah, so uh, fans, if though. you're just joining us, we're talking to Naomi from uh, the Mr. D Show and the George Stropolopagus Show t- uh, tonight. Um, I just want to ask you, uh, now I, I drew a fucking blank because I hate doing that shit. Um, what, uh, Dave, help me out here. I don't, oh. I don't know. You just Let can't. me tell you, you're talking. We're talking about Saw, and you're saying yes, and then you. Went oh off. yes, yes. No, I wanted to ask you. Movie is, rules. Was yeah, is there anything you've ever kind of turned down? Because you were saying, you know, hey, this is a horror movie. wasn't really your thing. You had to go and but see it. But I was it. kind of excited to do that because right. it was so different than anything I've ever done before. And uh, I think I would turn down. What have I turned down? I don't know. I don't really want to do any hemorrhoid commercials. <laughs> right. Okay right. with losing those yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. gigs. Um, anything that. Uh, I, like the the quality, like if somebody's doing a film and maybe there's like it's too sexy or something like that, and it's not of high quality, I'd be right. like, I don't know how good I feel about that. But um, I don't know. I'm I, I we have pretty great jobs, right? We get to do a whole bunch of things. And no, I understand, but it's just it's you know, in, in show business, as you kind of work your way up the ladder, there's this idea that you're able to turn things down. But in Canada, you just want to keep working, and there's not really much you can really turn down. Yeah. Unless it is something that goes completely against, like if you're you know severely Christian and it's a oh, severe, yeah. you know that kind of thing. <laughs> Those nope. are my favorite Christians, the one that are severely. severely yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Gotta, you know what I mean? Like you don't just yeah. Okay, well, okay, you got no, no. Now. That's uh, you know, I like I do have standards but yeah. uh, but um you know the bottom line is it has to be fun and funny and right. if i'm working with fun people i think that's the the bottom the basis of things like darren yeah. darren do, uh does a lot of commercial auditioning mm. and, and yourself you said that you do too because you get recognized in them what's the most humiliating and like just you look at the script and just be like what the fuck am i doing how am i gonna oh. make any because darren's always said to me you gotta find even if it's the seems like the most unfunny uh yeah, you know, you sides the funny, that you're reading right? you you have to dig into it and find out, well, maybe I could put one eyebrow up here. Yeah, and, and that's when things and, get funny, too. That's when they go, oh, great, she's going to do that, or you yeah. find something interesting. Have you ever seen like an improv moment that you remember you did in an audition and then it ended up in the final commercial, but you did not get that commercial? No, but somebody asked me if I, because I had improvised a little moment, and she asked if somebody had told me to do that, thinking that 
they had told me it because she they had seen her. Right. That makes sense. Anyway, it was my we had just had the same idea. Oh, okay. Right. Um, I I didn't want to audition for the uh, cookie. Uh, audition where you had to have an orgasm. The cookies were so good. Oh yeah, that doesn't yeah, sound yeah. fun oh. to me. That sounds stupid. So yeah. I'll, I'll avoid that one. Should always avoid the food ones because when you got to eat them and there's a oh, spit yeah. bucket and all that, you know about that, right, Dave? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've seen the. <laughs> well, I don't think it's internationally called the no, KFC. No, no, but, but I know, a, lot, yeah. a lot of guys, guys I know have done KFC commercials. Yeah. And to make it you know look good, they put this kind of glazing on it, and it's just they have a spit bucket, and you yeah. eat it, and you spit it, and that's, I mean, that's you know part of the bad part of show business, but you can't eat it because you know you, it just doesn't taste the same. I would love to be there, the one person that tells you that bad side of show business. Well, Let me take you aside. Let me tell you about the bad part of show business. Spit well, bucket. But the, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that's, you'd be lucky if all you're spitting out is a fucking McDonald's cheeseburger. Yeah. I just, I saw a, the, the, a McDonald's commercial and the guy had to eat like a quarter pound with cheese over and over again. And but, then just keep spitting it yeah, out. Yeah, that's what you do, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm. Sh- I think sometimes you have to just finish your mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, like it's sort of a a thing that you have to do, but it's commercials, right? So. Right. As long as they're funny, I'm okay with doing them. I just don't want to do stuff that makes you feel like a, and um, like cheeks. like severely Christian or. I don't want to do any Christian commercials. <laughs> I don't feel good about that. I just I don't want to do anything that makes me feel severely Christian. I'll do a Christian commercial. That's just, right. I don't want to feel that way. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. There was two people in the audience this weekend in uh, Hamilton that met on ChristianMingle.com. Yeah. That is weird. I didn't know where to go with it. I didn't know how... I, didn't. I don't think they know where to go with it afterwards. Is no, the handshake? Exactly. Were they happy? Did they look happy to sitting together? They did, but a little bit nervous at the same time. Perfect. Because I, I, they, you know, it's people exactly are in the front they row. They don't know what they're going to expect from the guy on stage. But. Right. Front row. So yeah, they found out it was Christian Mingle, and then did you go right to it? You're going to suck him off? Did you go right to that? Or no, I didn't do that. Okay. Really? Good. Good. Yeah. Good. Because I think actually that's in the uh, questionnaire, Mingle, right? Yeah. So you don't yeah. have to ask. Yeah, date the, one. The, yeah, the middle that you job. worked with this uh, past weekend did that. Yeah, though, so. date one suck job. Exactly. Right. There you go. Christian Mingle. Com. <laughs> this commercial is brought to you. Yes, and a spit bucket as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, oh boy. Yes, we are at the end. Uh, if people want to get a hold of you, how is the best way? I know you're a Twitter person. Yeah, so throw I Twitter, Twitter at, at Sneakus, S N I E C K U S. And you yep. can check out our website, thenationaltheaterofthworld.com, for okay. upcoming shows. And uh, December 31st, a big show with Jerry D yes. and friends, right, at the yes. North York Center. And you go to jerryd.com for tickets for that, I think, is That's the right. website, best way to get that. And uh, season two of Jerry D's show is January 7th. And I think I'm allowed to say that Russell Peters is the big guest star of that episode. Yeah. So if you're a fan of Russell and you're in America, go to cbc.ca and watch that episode. It's so. funny. He's funny. What does Russell do on it? Uh, he plays like um, an of- official that comes in and uh, rates the teachers and yes. how they're doing. But he's super funny in it. It's really good. It'd be Jerry funny has if he... this great well, scene yeah. together. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Well, but, but he's not playing Russell Peters. No, at one, no, point, no. At one point someone does something wrong and he actually said, somebody going to get hurt real bad. Does he? That no, doesn't really happen. No, he oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if he did. That would have yeah. been funny. It'd be funny if he wait. showed up as Russell Peters and he just bought the school and then turned, <laughs> and then turned Season it in, three, Dave. Then, Season three. Yeah, yeah, and then turned it into a Dollarama or something like that. Yeah. That'd be funny. Oh, you had to go there. Well, All right. okay. A bunch of things. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right. Thanks, thank you, guys. Good Thanks. to be here. Yay. Fun night. Proving once again cats are smarter than humans, this is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Howdy, folks. This is Adam West. You're listening to, oh, my God, Anything Goes with Darren Frost on XM Radio's Laugh Attack. (laughs) 
better than crack whores. They never stay the whole hour. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. All right, we are back again. This is Anything Goes for the week of December 19th, 2012. <laughs> I don't know why I got show tuny at the end. Just the way you, I thought you were going to do the, like, the NASCAR 2012 Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, now Dave's, Dave's back to checking out pictures of Bruce Springsteen's crotch. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, we don't. Shots. <laughs> I don't know. 12, that... 12, 12. That's a diameter. That's width and, and uh, you know, uh, girth. How many football fields it takes up? The, uh, <laughs> um, how, uh, yeah, we uh, that was a Naomi now, s- wh- sneakers. Okay, before we get into that, did you watch the 12, 12 concert? Yes, I did. Did you see the Rolling Stones on it? Uh, Yeah, I did. And what um, did you think? What, what, like, quality? I didn't think they... they were that good. You know, but I think they were throwing on that show at the last minute. Right. Because everyone thought, oh, well, they'll headline the show. Right. And uh, I think um, one of the producers of it, um, who's the guy that does all the cool stuff with uh, um, Brillstream? Uh, Bray? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Bernie Brillstream. Bernie, yeah. I think he actually met up with the Stones and just said, listen, just you, because you, they were in town and it would have looked really shitty if the Stones didn't do something and they, and, and they were in town. So I right. think he kind of just coaxed them on. They only did like three songs. Yeah, uh, I know that they did um, the new one. Uh, they did the new one. I think they might have done Jummy Jack Flash, and then that's they it. Did, they only no, did two songs. No, they did uh, Hey, You Got Me Rockin'. So they might have done three songs. Hey, You Got Me Rockin'. Is that the new song? No, uh, Doom and Gloom is the new song. Oh, but uh, I know that they did uh, Hey, You Got Me Rockin'. Okay, uh, that's the one clip that I saw. But then I heard that Mick Jagger said something at the end. Did you know anything about that? He just said. Uh, you know, uh, something about how the amount of uh, old... Oh, English, I couldn't believe he said that. ...old English rock stars that were there, and uh, hey, you know, if we ever get some rain over in England, yeah. I hope you guys can come too. I thought that was a pretty bad thing to say. Like, I know well, I know that's the English humor, but it's like, a lot of people are probably like, we got more than fucking rain here. I know, but there is that sort of, uh, I can see that sentimentality about going like, whenever something huge happens in the States, that there's, that uh, everyone always comes together and supports, but right. it's sort of like, that there are a lot of other tragedies that we don't always have this outpouring of of, uh, you know, fundraisers for and, uh, all around the world. I mean, you know, you, you can't, I know that everyone can't be everywhere to raise money, but uh, I don't agree with what he necessarily said. But I, I don't know. Think- I thought it was, you know, I thought it was a bit of a, a poor taste thing to say. Um, but I also, there's a couple different ways of looking at that statement. He might also have been making fun of the Brits by saying, you know, when it rains, we may need help, you know, like there's different ways of looking at it. But the way I look at it is like, you know, you got a little bit of rain. Here's our little concert. You know, it's like, oof. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. But. I, I remember watching it, and I said to my, I turned to my wife, who was uh, on the computer, of course, because she doesn't care. She's like, who are these people? And uh, I'm like, can you believe what he just said? And I, I did I did find it interesting. There were so many Brits on that show. Where were all the American performers? Uh, why was Kanye West there to begin with? Well, I know at least he's American. Well, and I, I suppose he's sort of like a, a new recent artist, but it's just like you looked at that crowd, and it was all sort of... Uh, you know, white baby boomers that... Uh, what, was that... Phil Collins busy? I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> like, everyone else was there. I, I could... I think, is Queen going to reform with fucking Rod Stewart singing? I mean, it was really weird. It's a, I Very know. few American acts. I mean, where's Green Day? Where's, like, any of the big touring bands Maroon right now? Five. <laughs> I would have... I would have... That would have made sense to me. I Them was... go out there and do with uh, the Jagger song. Why, why wouldn't right? they? They could have yeah. did it with Jagger. That's true. It would have been epic. <laughs> Mick Jagger was on the David Letterman's top ten, and he's had. A, I think number five was uh, when someone does uh, a song where you have the moves like Jagger, you don't get any royalties. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. 
We were supposed to have one of the naked news chicks on the show today, yes. and uh, she had a a baby. Right. And not today, and that's why she shouldn't come in. <laughs> why she didn't come in? But uh, she had a a baby and and couldn't get a babysitter. Right. And you said that you relate to that. And we yeah, I get it. Don't hold that against her. No. But um, we would have been gonna... cool that she came in. But you know, she'll come on on in a couple of weeks. You went and saw the show they did at Yuck Yucks, and we'll talk more about that when she's here. But you know, you definitely uh, you have your opinions about that show. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if they'll ever do. It. I don't think they'll do it again. I don't know if it, the show, will, the Naked News show, was not well received. Uh, Just so everyone understands that the, the Naked News is a broadcast where everyone's obviously naked and they do the news. And they uh, did a stand-up show at a local comedy club and they recorded it. And uh, there was a you know a good sized audience there, and it was not a very well received show. Well, I don't. Yeah. Do you think that's uh, fair to say? Well, I was there, and the show was not was not good. Right. Uh, it, it was just poorly put together and poorly booked, and it should have... If you're going to have dudes on the show that are just there doing comedy, then it should be, you know, uh, you know, a boy, you know, uh, have it, you know, back and... Boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. Boy, girl, boy, girl, yeah. We grade nine dance. Right, And exactly. then stare yeah. at heaven plays when we go home. <laughs> or wish. The, uh, <laughs> but it just... Um, and I, I don't know, it just, it was awkward moments where I think a, a lot of the people there just wanted the naked chicks, but even the naked chicks, we quickly realized that, if I, I said to Christine, if anything, it shows how hard stand-up is. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, but she mentioned that she, you know, she just had a, a baby, and so her, I don't know, her boobs were in nursing, the nursing state. Right, right. And uh, I don't know, I don't think a lot of guys want to hear about women and their pregnancy issues up on stage. When especially, they're if they're, if, if, especially if they're naked, yeah. Right. I don't know what they really expected the kind of comedy to right. come out of naked news chicks, but right. um, but yeah, yeah. Hopefully she'll come on again, and we we might not mention the show. We'll probably more mention uh, all the all the nerd stuff and cosplay. Which no, I, well, even... I mean we still we still will bring it up, but I mean we're not going to be negative about it. We'll just bring it up and say, you know, how, what are your feelings about it? You know, it's an interesting. That she kind of crossed over. Do it again. She, she crossed over to what we do, and I think when she's here, we should be naked. She can be clothed, and we are naked. God, that would be gross. I mean, I, I mean I'm, I'm just speaking on my behalf. And while we're naked, you can keep showing Bruce Springsteen's cock on the screen. <laughs> this no. is what it should be like. This is yeah. what it should be like. Well, <laughs> Bruce has some. <laughs> you're fucking speechless Bruce over Bruce Springsteen's cock. Maybe, you're just looking at it right now, and you're speechless. He must stuff no his I'm pants so or something. Do you think he does? No. Well, or taking some Viagra or some blood stimulating pill to <laughs> look more impressive. Have you mm. ever been tempted to stuff your pants? To stuff my pants? No. <laughs> well, no. What does that mean? <laughs> well, the, the stumble. What does that mean? I'm not under the spotlight. Like I was trying to think of a situation where I would be tempted to stuff my oh, pants. I, see. I couldn't think of one right. of like, oh, this is going to make my jokes funnier. On my wedding like night, I did. Oh, for that would be. Yeah. What'd you stuff it with? Huh? With mac my wife's vagina. Mac mac oh, macaroni salad or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> macaroni <laughs> salad. Do you want to talk about anything about what happened to you this weekend? At the, ah, uh, what's uh, the point? We're, we don't have a lot of time. Do you want to talk about the what? Oh, come actually, on. It only took me like eight hours to finish reading your Facebook status today. Uh, there was just it's a like lot of drama. A lot of drama this weekend and me fighting people on the internet. I'm going to take a break from the internet for a week, I think. I think oh, I'm you just going to. Yeah, no, I am. I don't th I'd like yeah. To okay, well, that'd be yeah. interesting oh, to see. Oh, internet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
See if you can stop posting as much as Al Ray does. Right. I think that's just almost seems like his new job is just to post shit over and over. Hey, again. your debaters aired. Let's talk oh, at least yeah, quickly about that. Aired. That's more important really than my drama. It was like the first time in a long time where I've actually like proud for my parents to hear something yeah. I did. Just so everyone knows. I'm like, look, I, I made clean comedy, mommy and daddy. Here Let's, you go. Listen to this. Our American friends will not know what this show is. It's a show on our national broadcast uh, radio, CBC, and it's called The Debaters, where two comics take a topic and they debate, and your topic was. Uh, is 30 too old to ask your parents for money? And you said... And I said, no, it's not too old! Right, and you won your argument and against a past guest of ours who's been here many times, Christine Von Hagen, yeah, was, right? Yeah, it was And powerful. I was there that night, it was fun, you did a great job. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it was it was nice to see. I know it's your first time, and you can be nervous when it's your first time, so... No, I know, I was, I was uh, yeah, I worked hard on that, it all went well, and actually great. I booked another one, I'm doing one February 9th at Bishop's University. Where's that? In Lennoxville, Quebec. Oh, yeah, fine. I've performed there. Yeah, yeah man. So we're going to do another debaters with Mark, Great. L- with Mark Little. Oh, good. So how often, like, how long was it between you finishing your debaters episode and you finding out when your next one was going to be? Uh, I don't know. An like hour? Less than or... a month. Oh, okay. An hour. <laughs> <laughs> it aired. This is gold. Get her. Well, I mean, but the, they asked me the... like two weeks ago. So oh, okay. Good. That's yeah, cool. And so... do you know what your debate already is? Uh, yes, uh, we're debating. Um, can men and women be friends without sexual feelings? Oh, oh, they haven't done that yet. I guess not. Well, I'm surprised. I, I'm. I feel. I'm like surprised. I mean, because they've been... done hundreds. I mean, that's a pretty. Yeah. That's a good one. But pretty it, broad be, topic. Pretty broad. Um, yeah, it's funny because I was like, oh, like. You know, even though I do believe that guys and girls can be friends without sex, sure. I'm taking the other side because I feel like it'll be a, it's a little hacky for the girl to always go, oh, of course we can just be friends. No, yeah, I'm no, take you the got, other side. Some, sometimes you have to do that. I mean, yeah. you know, you have to take the side. If, if it's obvious for you to take the one side, it's exactly. more fun, it's more fun to, to, take to take the, the opposite. opposite side. So yes. I can have more fun with it. So yeah, yeah. take the opposite side. And so I'm going to say, no, you can't be friends with me without wanting to do me. No, right. do, you, uh, do you believe that? Um, do I believe that? I do, I do have lots of guy friends that I don't, you know, shebang around with. So I do believe that we can still be friends. But I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know. Well, Or yeah. if I got drunk enough, maybe I'd... Do you want to go out for a couple of drinks after the show? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Now that the naked news girl's not here with her mommy tits. Can yeah. you, oh, great. You know? Now, fucking Flatty me gets. <laughs> gonna get you, should, you should go get knocked up. That does some uh, pretty crazy stuff to your uh, nice, Dave. Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. That's why I'm going to have a baby yeah, for yeah. bigger tits. For bigger tits. <laughs> Jesus well, Christ. I, I'm not saying. I'm just, I don't want Dave talking to high school girls. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, like going I just, I to school the, to school. You want bigger tits and more self-esteem? Mm, get knocked up. I'm over here. Well, not the self-esteem part. Well, that means somebody wants <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, Dave doesn't want to grow with self-esteem. No, no that's not no. true at all. We've been through that before with yeah, uh, Iman from last week. That's Many right. times. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm all on board with the self-esteem. I like it when we talk about your love life, Dave. All right. Well, we are out of time this week. We want to thank our guest, uh, Naomi Sneekas, uh January 7th on CBC. Mr. D debuts with uh, Russell Peters as the guest star of the episode. Also on December 22nd, I am in Sudbury, Ontario at Little Montreal. They do have tickets still. And uh, that is a 9 p.m. show for Dirty Little Christmas, my dirty... Uh, uh, X-rated comedy show. And also next week's guest, our special Christmas episode is going to be John Wing. And he's going to be in Toronto December 20th at 8 p.m. at the Comedy Bar uh, on a show called You Had Enough Christmas Show with uh, special guest Simon Rakoff. So if you're interested, John Wing is one of the best comics in the country and he's playing the Comedy Bar on uh, December 20th. So check that out. Dave, what do you have to say? Anything? <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I am going to be in Kitchener, Ontario with uh, Terry Clement and Dave Atkinson uh, on December 28th and 29th. And then I will, for New Year's, I will be in Ajax, Ontario with the absolutely hilarious Laurie Elliott and Chuck Byrne. So, uh... Fun. Check that shit out. And walking sauce, where are you? Um, I will this weekend. I'm in Trenton, but I don't want to bother anybody with that show. Right. So I will be at Heckler's in Victoria, BC. Right. Friday, December 28th, and Saturday, December 29th, with Damon Schroeder. Nice. And I forgot, December 31st, I'll be in Vaughn at Yuck Yucks with Jay Brown and Eddie Delisepi, the little Christmas elf himself, Eddie Delisepi. <laughs> um, well, that is it. Uh, my uh, Twitter handle is Comedy Whore, Dave Martin World, and uh, at Walking Sauce. Uh, and uh, you can find me at Daymart, but I might change it to Bruce Springsteen's cock. <laughs> you should. You should have it. So, that should have its own Twitter. Yeah. I bet it's. Or, I bet it already does. Yeah, yeah. I bet it already has its own it, Twitter it can, handle. It can tweet itself. It can tweet. It's so big, it can tweet itself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he has two dressing rooms. <laughs> for <its> cock. <laughs> okay. For the encore, his cock just comes out. Yep. <laughs> that is the show. Thanks, everyone, and thanks to Victoria for making us sound good, and thanks to SiriusXM for letting us do this show another year. Happy holidays, motherfuckers. I smile and wave.